Live from Los Angeles, welcome back to Good Morning La La Land. I am very honored to welcome Dimitri Logothetis to the show. He is a man who has truly transformed Hollywood. Dimitri, good morning. Good morning. So we know you are hot off the set of the, your latest film starring Nicolas Cage. Yes, tell, tell us about that. Well, it's uh, science fiction martial arts. And um, I, uh, the last film I did before this was called Kickboxer. I uh, did a remake of uh, the very famous film from the 80s that uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme starred in. And I rebooted that franchise, um, and I did the first one, then I did the second one. And so I always had in mind that I wanted to do something around science fiction. And so I wrote a comic book uh, called Jiu-Jitsu, just to see what it would look like, uh, so that I could see if it would look good as a film. And then I kind of liked it and ended up making a movie out of it, so. Was this the first comic you've ever written? Yes. Wow. So you, I mean, you're from Greece originally. You have this kind of air about you and you, uh, your company is called King Road Entertainment and you're working with a bunch of kings, which is really about the mindset and what, what is the common denominator of the mindset of, of you, you have these films that are all, they all have a kind of a distinction to them. What is that, would you say? Well, I mean, I try to make something fun. Um, martial arts, I think, you know, I grew up in martial arts. <clears throat> I was a two-time black belt in my 20s. Mm -hmm. And I think that martial arts is probably one of the only art forms where, uh, as a young man or woman, you can look up on the screen and you can see that you could be that superhero. You know, you watch all these superheroes uh, movies today and you see all these special effects and you see all these actors pulling these things off that I can make them look great doing. Mm -hmm. But with my films, they're all real martial artists. They've studied for years. Mm -hmm. They really do all the things that you see on the screen. And uh, I think it's something that sort of takes you away. And it's a fantasy about good guys and bad guys and mm -hmm. doing the right thing and loyalty and all those kind of things that I think are important. Yeah. I really appreciate that, though, how accessible you've created this fantasy world, that that idealized version of a hero is attainable. Who or what has inspired that within you, that idea of I'm going to make these heroes? Well, I mean, I think that I, it was me when I was a kid and I, I looked and, you know, all of us today, we talk about bullying and bullies mm -hmm. and so on and so forth. And uh, it was the kind of thing where I really wanted to learn something after high school because uh, sports was finished. And I wanted to get involved in something um, that kept me um, athletic. Uh, but I found a kind of an honor in martial arts and a kind of a discipline in martial arts. Please, thank you, um, uh, uh, respect, you know. And I think, uh, look, in the East, this is the best genre you could work on. It's the godfather for them. And here in the West, sometimes everybody thinks that this is just kind of a B-movie, you know. Um, but there's an awful lot of uh, wonderful qualities that our leading characters have. And so... And that's what inspired me. Right. Do you remember the actual moment when you fell in love with martial arts? Yeah. yeah. Um, I saw Bruce Lee in Enter the Dragon. I think my buddies and I, we went and saw the, you know, they were doing midnight showings all over the place in the South Bay. I grew up in the South Bay. And uh, every time they showed uh, Enter the Dragon, I think we probably saw it about 24 times. Yeah. Wow. And we memorized all the uh, dialogue. And it was just campy and funny and a lot of fun. But when you saw what he did on camera and you saw some of those other martial artists on camera, you were like, wow. wow. And I think that's probably what did it. So today we're talking a little bit about 
really knowing that no one's going to save you. You really have to take 100% responsibility for your life. Any thought on that? Any, like, obviously you have a lot of success. Any advice you get for people out there, how you've taken responsibility for your life? I embrace that. I think I probably did it uh, in my late 30s where I stopped uh, being the victim. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's very important. You know, anytime somebody takes advantage of you, it's because you let that happen. Anytime something uh, bad happened or something didn't happen, it's because you allowed that to happen. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, for me, I'm a, I'm a consummate filmmaker, I'm a producer, I'm a writer, I'm a director, and producing is a verb. Um, you know, you don't just sit around uh, at a coffee shop waiting for something to happen. You have to go out there and make it happen. Mm -hmm. And so I think uh, uh, you're also responsible for your failures at that point. For sure, right? Which Oops. is great. I hate to say that. But I mean, it's great. <laughs> it's Because great. that's what you learn from, you know. Absolutely. You've got to embrace it all, and it's all mm -hmm. part of the ride. And I think some people might maybe go, what do you mean? How could how I didn't let that happen that, you know, mm. X and Y and Z. But on a spiritual level, we really do choose everything. And it's yeah. a very advanced concept. It's really difficult for some people to get, but as you master, and I'm sure that your practice within um, martial arts has helped you, what is the philosophy behind the martial arts that you love so much? Well, I mean, I, I, it all is the same. Uh, you know, discipline, respect, uh, loyalty. Um, you know, those are all the things that I think are very empowering. It's funny though, because those words aren't often synonymous with Hollywood. <laughs> right. I noticed that. I noticed that. <laughs> yeah. After, after God, 12 years. Odd. Yeah. Navigating that model. So, how do you do that? Because, I mean, you've worked with some of the greats, right? Not just Nicholas Cage, but Paul Newman and Lily Tomlin. How have you navigated that? Well, I mean, first of all, there are some wonderful people. and There I, are. There are. And, and Nick Cage is one of them. He's a consummate artist. Um, he knows about philosophy, he knows about uh, painting, he knows about music, composers, um, he's a consummate artist. And when he came on set, he completely, uh, uh, pardon me, when he got off the airplane to meet me in Cyprus, he uh, knew all of his lines, he talked to me about his character, and he immediately wanted to go after a 16-hour trip and go meet with the stunt guys and start working out. And so where do you get that with people? I mean, he's a complete professional. He's one of those actors very similar to the European actors that wants to do as much work as possible to get better and better every day. He doesn't like it when he's not working. And uh, that's probably why he's got an Academy Award. Don't you love mm -hmm. that? Yeah, it's incredible. It's so good to hear. Yeah. Yeah, because right? yeah, he could easily rest on his laurels. Clearly doesn't do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, listen, work is wonderful, isn't it, for you guys? Absolutely. Yeah. You love getting up and having something to do and thinking about something and trying to do your best every day. and. We don't call it workaholism, we just call it a mission. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like yeah. the same thing, but yeah. You know. If you enjoy it, it's play, right? I mean, right. to a large extent. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any advice that you would share with maybe any other young actors or young directors that want to follow in your footsteps and your mission? Well, you know, you guys have this theme going today. I mean, it's your life and uh, it's not a dress rehearsal. So go out there and, and get what you want. There's no, look, <laughs> I'm, uh, I came over here with my parents, I was an immigrant. Um, an immigrant who made it. Wow. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine that? Mm -hmm. uh, and <laughs> just in case you've heard something about immigrants nowadays in the news, uh -huh. <laughs> just vaguely. It's easy to get you know, become an immigrant nowadays. But in any case, um, I'm an immigrant and we didn't have anything. My, my father worked very hard. He was a mechanic. And I just kept hearing about, you know, you're not going to go to film school, are you? You're not going to be able to do anything in film school. You can't really write. You're not from here. You know, you don't know anybody. Um, and luckily, I'm, you know, a little stubborn. I don't really listen to stuff like that. 
and I just kept moving forward. Mm -hmm. And I just, uh, if you really believe in yourself and you're talented, um, and you believe in your talent, and maybe you're not that talented, okay, but you can become better. Mm -hmm. So stay on it. I mean, there's no reason why you can't uh, live your dream. A thousand percent. I love that. So inspiring. Is that what you think and feel has led me to, in addition to, of course, you being incredibly talented, is it your persistence and your stubbornness and your basic stickability that you think has led to extraordinary success you're enjoying? Absolutely. Yeah. You just don't take, you don't accept failure, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it's all, look, to put it in a simple metaphor, uh, everybody gets knocked down. And it's about getting up. If you just stay there, then I guess that's it. <laughs> but, you know, you got to get up. You got to brush, mm -hmm. you know, wash your face, uh, get up and try to figure out how to do it better next time. You only got to get up one time more than you get knocked down. That's right. <laughs> that's right. You want to win more than one you lose. More. That's right. Yeah. Hey, look, you know, some of the most successful people that we know of have failed miserably. Mm -hmm. um, some of the people that you call billionaires today, or if that's what you call success, uh, Everybody fails. So, you know, it's just about what you do after that. Mm -hmm. oh, Dimitri, thank you for sharing your light and your art with the world. Please tell everyone what's next for you and where they can find and follow you. Well, let's see. Jiu-Jitsu will probably be done. I'm editing it now, and it'll be done um, and out around March or April. Um, and then the very next film I'm doing is called Man of War. And it was written by Gary Scott Thompson, who wrote Fast and Furious. Oh, yeah. I love yeah. Fast and yes, Furious. That guy. <laughs> there's going to be a very big movie star attached to that. I can't really. Oh. I can't wait to see Jiu-Jitsu. That yeah. sounds amazing. Yeah. So well, thanks. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for having yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, Tell people where they can find your personal journey. Um, uh, DimitriSite.com, I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I've got stuff works. on there, and uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I never really paid attention. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you guys you. so much Stay for having me. Stay tuned. We're back with more and good morning.